seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havlicek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive, let's see him. One run is in. Here comes Green. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. Neil, Adam, and Sean here with you tonight. Wes jumped out on us. I want you to put some respect on my name. Don't you just try to group it in with the rest of you lackeys? Neil! There we go. Pause. Adam and Sean. There you go. See, I, that's what I, that's the kind of intro I, I, I expect. <laughs> I apologize, Lord Neil. What? Why does Wes have this coaster turned upside down? Because Wes is the, an old man. That's the one that's got the pop on it, not this one. I, he, he picked it up while ago and it flipped. I was really worried about that one. Man, you haven't done that in a while. I was really worried. Well, in a minute. Last, last, last week, time, he was, he was so like, thirsty that he cut it before well, he even started recording. And I told him that he wasted it. Yeah, yeah, he did. That one was a good one. Most importantly, because it's porch pop season. It is porch pop season. And when you put your pop on the porch, when you open it, you don't know if it's going to spew or not. Because it's been cold here Got the last couple nights. Got some ice in there. Well, but. Last night was pretty good. Last night was good. The previous couple nights, not so much. I had one spew at work yesterday. Got to be careful with those spewing ones. Got to be careful. They just shoot anywhere. Shoot anywhere. Got to be careful how you handle them. Porch pop season? Yeah. Are you serious? You've never, you don't sit your pop on the porch? They don't drink pop. They haven't drank pop in over a year. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, you I mean, even beforehand, I was like, no, why, why would you set it out on the porch? Because it gets colder outside than it does in the fridge this time of year. And you're not taking up room in the fridge because your pop's on the porch. And you're not wasting energy, energy efficient. Think green. Yeah, that's what our presidents challenge us to do. Think <laughs> green. I listen to my president. 
Well, I mean, I do. Gotcha. No, I've never heard of that. You can do water, too. Yeah. Porch water season? Well, I mean, got to realize. Don't forget there's porch pirates out there, too. <laughs> well, they only sell Amazon. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah. true. That's true. I, mean, I don't know. Have you seen the prices of pop? Yeah. Buddy. What is going on? It's, Walmart's a lot cheaper than the K-Roger. Well, listen. They done got it in the vending machine going up to $2. You yep. get a Coke, you go, oh, it's $2. Yeah, that's how it's been at Toyota for like ever since we came back from COVID. $2. Is that for a 20 ounce? Yeah. Hey, two words for them. Big boy. And now Toyota's decided, hey, we're going cashless. So you got to use a card or nothing in there. Two more words for them. Little man. And, and, and that's stupid because it charges them a fee to do that. Or is it charging you guys a fee? And don't charge us a fee. Yeah. I'm sure they're saving money somehow. I'm just waiting for them to start paying you all in Toyota bucks. That you can only, <laughs> oh, like, use, you can only use in the Toyota store. Like the old coal miners <laughs> used to do. Yeah. Or Mar- yeah. Marble bucks. It's like, it's like, hey, Adam, we're going to give you a raise. You're going to get 500,000 Toyota bucks. But it can only be spent at our Toyota team store right across the road. Right. <laughs> During your break. On, for seven not, on, not on company time. Not on company time. On, on Toyota branded stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you you didn't your... know that they made Toyota bread. They make Toyota bread. <laughs> yeah, it's not Hunter's. No. <laughs> Makes good rice cakes. Rice cakes. You can buy lots of rice. Hey, listen, I figured out why these... Well, this is going to be racist. Okay, I'm only... I'm not really racist. All right. Well... Um, I mean, I hate all races equally. Equally. Yeah. You're an equal like, opportunity I'm, racist. I'm equal opportunity when it comes to hating on racists. Yeah. I mean, hating on races because I'm slightly racist. Right. Um, I figured out why those Asians are so tiny. You tried to eat with chopsticks? Listen, I'm a big man. Yeah. It yeah. would take me a whole hell of a long time to eat a meal with chopsticks. You, you just picked the... the plate up and just rake it off with the chopsticks is what you do so at toyota obviously we get people from chopsticks from japan all the time we do have that too but they'll come over and their whole 45 minute lunch break and people that has went to the japan plant say it's the same over there they'll come they'll eat their food really quick and then they'll go outside and walk laps around the plant for 45 minutes really yep and chain smoke cigarettes while they do it (laughs) Well, there you go, and that's why you never see a big Chinese, right, or well, Japanese. That and it's because you can only you can only pick up like two or three of those little little rice pellets. Yeah, you can't pick up much. No, <laughs> and I'm left-handed. You know I how awkward. It, see, you know how awkward it yeah, is. Then, like I, like rotting on a desk all over again. Yeah, smeared, smeared all over. Oh the man, what a piece of crock. And then the funny thing is, you get to college and they're like, "Is there any left-handed people? We got left-hand desk." And you're like, "Wait a minute, left-handed, left-handed what? desk." Wait a minute, this is complete culture shock. This does not feel normal. Give me, put me back in the normal one. <laughs> don't change. Don't give me luxury now. Right? No, no, I've been calloused. Right. So uh, I had an interesting week. Oh, tell. Power steering went out of my truck. So now you just got steered. Barely at that. But the power was in your arms. Good good news is that it's electric. It's electric. You were supposed to do the slide. Um, 
So the 2013 through 2016 Rams went with an electric power steering. So with it being electric, it's more than just like a pump or like power oh, yeah. steering fluid, right? Yeah, you got to change. You got to change the whole rack. Yeah. The entire – so you know what the rack cost? I would say – Thirty five hundred. You're not far off. The rack itself costs twenty two. I'm three thousand dollars. Yeah. By the time they charge you labor and all that. The cheapest place I had was a dealership. Other places were higher than that. I, upwards of almost five thousand. Yeah. Four to five thousand. I had I had a guy a little local mechanic. Just today. keep it. <laughs> right. I I had a guy today a little local mechanic. He was like. Man, they're telling me it's going to cost me at least twenty six hundred to buy the part. I'm gonna have to factor that into the price. And I was like, "Dang!" So I mean, we're at, we're at least thirty five to four. So did you counter with what if I buy the part and bring it to you? Twenty six hundred dollars. I'll just let the plant. I'll just let the dealership do it for three thousand. The, the only place that he could find the part was from Mopar. Yeah, a Chrysler dealership. Yeah. Wow. There's no second hand. There's no aftermarket. There's no so, rebuilt. How many miles is your truck? 114,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have fun, buddy. Well, don't worry. As soon as it gets fixed, <laughs> we'll take it out back and old Yeller his ass. No, <laughs> he's going to be listed for sale. So one of the things that Dodge and Chrysler and that whole area struggles with, they run good for whatever reason around that 100,000-mile mark. Is when you start having like your transmission issues, stuff like that going mm-hmm. on, and then it's just one thing after well, another, so one big hit. So fix it and sell it. That's what I'm gonna do. I, I, I still owe a little bit on it, so I'm gonna fix it, sell it. I've done Kelly Blue booked it, so I, so I know what I can get. Uh, fix it, sell it, pay off what I owe, and just put cash down for something else. That's my plan anyway. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, you know. People buy trucks like crazy nowadays. Too. They do, man. Like, like especially people on marketplace. Yeah, it's crazy prices too. They don't buy kitchen tables, that's for sure. Well, I, I offer five dollars, and then when I texted you, you didn't really want it. So you know, it, he made an offer, but he didn't really well, want. Last it. Last time he wanted something from my house, we bring it to him. <laughs> oh gosh, and it didn't fit. <laughs> and it didn't fit. I forgot about that. What? It was a. It was a couch. couch. Yeah, we tried everywhere in the world. We we got it through the door, got it turned up on top in the middle of the hallway, hallway. <laughs> and it wouldn't fit through the door frame. We even tried to take the window. Did we take the window? We out? did. We took the window out, tried to fit it through the front window. Wouldn't fit through the window. Nope. Oh my gosh! So then we had to load it back. That load it back up. That's that's the sucky part of that whole thing. Yeah, was loading it back up. Because you feel defeated because you tried <laughs> every which <laughs> way. We tried. We tried flipping it. We tried all the things. Wouldn't do anything. Hated it. It's a million wonders that we got it back out of the house. <laughs> it really is. Especially with both boys running at our feet. Yeah. And I'm sure Max was trying to punch you, Neil, while you were down because he likes to do that. He hasn't actually done that in a while. He hasn't. He hasn't done that in a while. Well, they haven't come to church in a while, so, you know. Hey, oh. listen. That's true. We haven't. Because <laughs> like, I, I keep looking back and I was like. There is a time that little Max, I had to cover the family jewels because he was coming in hot at like and he was he don't slow down and there was no like oh he was just trying to hit me in the no he was trying to hit me in the junk and and he was gonna laugh about it after he hit me yes he was because he does my uncle mike the same way he's he catches him with his head turned uh, opening the door holding the door open for people walking in as soon as he sees the head turn for him talk he takes a dart <laughs> and just run it's either the gut or the jewels <laughs> 
He's trying hitting me in the gut, but it doesn't do me good. It just hurts his fist. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy man, you. All right, so uh, we got a little bit of topics to talk about. Uh, did anything happen? A couple, so. a, a couple of things. Nothing really major. First topic I got on here is Caitlin Clark got run over. Do you think it was an accident, or do you think she could have avoided that? Listen, if you see the other angle, there's a little LeBron in her game. Yeah, I, I tend to think it was. I mean, it was like a fraternity girl out running with her phone doing this number. I think I mean, she did hit Caitlin Clark, but I think the sale job. I, I think what happened was, like, if you're running towards me and I'm not paying attention, I've got my eyes this way, and then last second I put my hands up and it makes it look a lot worse than what it was. According to the McAfee Show, Ty Schmidt, he is a Iowa graduate from Iowa. He said that that woman was a 450 pounder out the end Caitlin Clark's life. <laughs> I, like, Whoa. I mean, they're both at fault because neither one of them were paying attention. Yeah, well, uh, the one was trying to go TikTok famous, right? And it's like, listen, this rushing the court and rushing the fields, like it's kind of gotten out of hand. I don't think so. I mean, that's the number two team in the nation you just beat. Yeah. Uh, eh. Sell out crowd. Yeah. Half of them were from Montgomery County. Is Ohio State ranked? 18. So you're talking about 18 rushing the floor when you beat two? When two is that two? Yeah. No. I think it's uncalled for. No, nah, I'll, I'll take celebration every time. I, Danny and Dusty were talking about that the other day. And, they, of course, Danny hates the whole – Fresh in the field thing, and he's coming up with all these weird ideas. Well, you have to be an underdog. You can't be a home yeah. favorite and right. storm the, the floor, you know. Here's where I – Because, I mean, Ohio State was a home favorite, you know. Here, Ohio State's the better team. I watched the whole game. Here's where I'm at. Team. Like, anytime it's two ranked opponents, you shouldn't rush the floor. I mean – That's fair. If, if, if Iowa had beaten Ohio State 30 times in a row, and this is the first time. Really? It is. I'm hungry. <laughs> it said a word over here. What they go get you some food? And this was the first time you've beat them in 15 years? Huh. Okay. I could see that. But maybe, that's, maybe that's not is. what the case is. Maybe it is. I don't know. But that's When was the last case. time Ohio State beat Iowa women? I would say before Kaylee Clark got there. I would say that's probably pretty accurate. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she, did probably. Drop, she did drop 45. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it wasn't Joel Embiid 70 that he dropped on <laughs> Wimby Yamama. So he dropped 70. They win. Carl Anthony Towns dropped 62 or whatever. Nobody talks about it. They lost. <laughs> he had 44 at halftime. I wake up this morning. I'm like, heck, he had to get the franchise record because the record was 60. I was like, he had to get it. Saw so he had 62. And then I see a clip of his coach talking about how embarrassing the defense was that they let Carl Anthony Towns not be ruined. I was like, they were up double digits while I went to sleep. Did they lose? So – Joel Embiid, if if I if I heard correctly, did Pop did Pop talk a little smack to Embiid? Is 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 that why he was so? I don't. Somebody talked smack. I don't know. I mean, I saw that he got seventy, but that's all I saw. Yeah. Dude's a freak. Who Embiid? Yes, he is. Hey, was it you that sent the picture out of Wimby dunking on Marvin Bagley? <laughs> yes, and Marvin Bagley's almost seven foot tall, and he looks like a baby. I mean, it looks like that. It, that Wimbyamo like, was like Mr. Plastic Man. I mean, it looked like, like it stretched Adam him out. Dunking on Max is yes. what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, I mean, maybe Isaiah. 
I thought it was photoshopped at first. I mean, then I saw his ESPN that posted. I was like, "Oh crap!" I thought it was like that. I thought it was like that Bruce Bochy that I saw the other day. Like I thought it was doctored. And I'm like, nope. No, it's yeah. not at all. It was bad. He's he's unreal. He, he is. Uh, and even before the game last night, Embiid is on the bench, and he sees Wimby like walk. For the layup line, Embiid just walks behind him, looks at him, and then goes and just shakes his head as he walks by him. I'm like, Embiid's not looking up to too many people. No, well, it's, it was it was one of those that you truly want to be like, is this guy really that big? And you walk up to him, you're like, oh, he's that big. Yeah, he's really he's legit seven four. Yeah, they say seven four. He might be seven five. Yeah, uh, and and he is a freak, but. The team has not had the success that they thought they were going to have with him. That's because the team sucks. Well, that's also the team that you said was well guaranteed to make the playoffs this year. Well, I mean, they have. Actually, yeah. I think you even made a bet with, with Neil over that. Well, I think the bet was on the rookie of the year. It was rookie of the year. And I'm going to lose that. Well, I don't know. Chet Holmgren is pretty dang good. But here's the thing. That's what we need to talk about because that's technicality. But Chet Holmgren is in his second year. But it's his first year playing. But they count him as a rookie because he sat out all last year. Well, so I mean, but our bet was that he would win a rookie of the year. That I took all the other. You players. took Wim. We took Wimby, and, I took and you else. took picks two through five. Yeah. Well, I've, technically it was everybody else, but you and I talked, and I said it's going to be one of the top five that wins that right. wins rookie of the year. I mean, so do we include? Well, I mean, Chet I mean, Chet Holmgren was the number three pick. If Chet, Holmgren, <laughs> he was the year before. If, so here's what we'll say: If Chet Holmgren wins. It's a, it's a wash. Well, he's going to win. You think so? I do. But and it's a, of course he of course he plays on a better team. That's what, it's team success. Yeah. Well, and, and I think he's kind of showing out more than what we expected from him too, though, right? Did he, you, he bulked up a little bit. Did you all? He did because he, he's been working out in that training bra. Um, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It's some sort of monitor. So, but it's a training bra. But have you seen why? That's the only style they make it in. Yeah, like, what do you do? How, how do you not make a different style? <laughs> you got, you got the, a heart monitor, but it's only in a trainer bra. You, you, you can't just stretch that shirt down another you foot? You can't just make it a band that goes underneath your nipples? Right. Or like a wife beater. Because right, like, so Kyler Murray got crap for it when he first came out of it. Yeah. Looking like he had a B-cup going on. Well, I mean, but Kyler Murray did look like a tank top. Um Speaking of Kyler Murray, did you see him retweet the photo of he said that he enjoyed playing with Larry Fitzgerald his first year, and it was a picture of Brittany Griner, and Larry Fitzgerald tweeted back at him and said, man, I enjoyed playing with you too, but that's a picture of Brittany Griner. Stop it. I'm serious. That's fantastic. That's um, pretty good. Did you all see all the – Oklahoma City Thunder show up to Chet Holmgren's high school when they retired his well, jersey. Except for one. Except for Josh Giddy. But, of course, there were minors there. Okay. <laughs> I forget who they were playing. But they had a all-girl middle school choir perform the national anthem. And it's just him warming up and they're in the background behind him. And it's like ultimate troll job. Right. It's like, listen, Josh, you probably need to set this one out. And you know what? He's avoiding charges. He is. Because she was in a bar. For people 21 and over. Yeah. I mean. I'm willing to say all three of us have illegally went into somewhere we shouldn't have been. I don't break the law. Okay, Sean not. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, 
How does he not avoid the charges in a situation like that? Because, because they, they're saying that it's the bar's fault. She shouldn't have been she in there. She shouldn't have been in there. Right. That's what I'm saying. So he was, he thought. He's she assuming was, she's overage. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, come on. It's a different, it's a different situation. No. That's one of those technicalities that you just talked about. Yeah. I mean, she shouldn't have been there. So since you brought up Giddy, there is something I want to talk about. Talk, let's, let's do the let's do the gritty. Hey, we can do that too. <laughs> so Terrence Shannon Jr., are you familiar with him? Nope. Illinois guard. Okay. Projected top ten pick before the season. Okay. Late December, story comes out a woman has accused him of rape. Okay. There's enough evidence to where the police have decided that they're going to investigate. They didn't press charges, they just investigated. Illinois suspends him from the team, tells him, hey, we don't stand behind this type of behavior. We don't, we'll never support that. We're looking at all the facts, blah, blah, blah. Shannon goes to a judge to get a temporary restraining order on the woman, and he can do that because technically it's not a felony charge yet. It's just a criminal complaint. Judge grants the TRO. Last Sunday... Terrence Shannon is back on the Illinois team, leading the team out of the tunnel in the place erupts. Dude is facing a rape charge, and he's back on the team, leading the team out of the tunnel. What, what are you – if you're Illinois, like, what are you doing? Well, they're saying because of the TRO. He bobbed, I mean, and it was granted, I mean, and in the court, he's technically innocent. The, the T stands for temporary. Well, And they think it'll play out. After season. And the funny thing about it is it's like this is the first time in the last 10 years that it's not guilty before you're innocent. And the part of the reason the judge ruled in favor of the TRO was because it was hurting his NIL deal, which he could have technically sued Illinois and the NCAA for because they were prohibiting him from making money. You remember what I told you about this NIL stuff? It's gross. Yeah. And it just gets more gross by the day. Like, Brad Underwood has to have more sense. If you want him to play and be on your team, that's one thing. Yeah. Don't have him lead the team out of the tunnel. Yeah, that's that's kind of like braggadocious. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he led the group out of the tunnel. That's like um, – Checked in to – Who was the, who was the Alabama the, – the Alabama Miller. Last year, after, after all that went down, he's drawing the pistols after – in probably, the Probably wasn't a smart yeah, thing. Not, right. Not a good thing. Bro. Right. Well, since we're on this this topic, we'll skip a couple of these others. I mean, what about Wander Franco? We were going to talk about that a couple hey. weeks ago, and I understand why we didn't. We had we had some youths on the on the yeah, show, but he's not beating those charges. No, no, and I mean, and how, we were on a run. Men were on a run of beating charges. Yeah, Bauer beat charges. Terrence Shannon Jr. apparently is beating them. Giddy beat them. Franco is not. No, they got him dead rights. Wait. You gotta be smarter than that. Well, he apparently, well, like you know, he was sending helicopters to pick this fourteen-year-old up. The problem, like you know, the biggest, obviously, it's it's not right, right? Like, but you you look at it, you're like, I know people throw, you know, with the in in his culture, it's not, and I'm like, but when you come to America, yeah, to play an American sport, you have to understand that there's American expectations. 
And I don't care what... Dating 14-year-olds is not one. I don't care what village you come from and what their rules are. Yeah. That's that's not okay here. And he's married. Did you know he was married? No. Yes. I did not know that. Yes, he's married. To a 12-year-old. <laughs> just well, kidding. I don't know. I, the only reason I figured out he was married, that article I sent the other day said that when they first tried to find him for his warrant... They went and knocked on his house, and his wife answered the door. I was like, wait a minute. Dude's married? Well, he's probably also 37. Look, he's definitely not his right age. And saying that he's married in that culture means nothing. Because in American culture, that means nothing. uh, Yeah, because, I mean, you know, we we were family hosts to a lot of the uh, players with the Legends that time that we did that. They generally had one or two, if not three phones, and each phone was connected to a different woman. One for a wife, this one for a mistress, this one for a girlfriend. I mean, they're far away from home. Yeah. So, I mean, they had one here, they had one there, uh, sometimes others in between. So, so did you ever question when they brought female companions to <laughs> Copper family dinner? It's like, so is this your wife? I mean, what do I, I know I need to what, address her. What do I call her? We, we, we have had those conversations. Not in front of the lady, well, but right. we have had those conversations. Well, you know, so you talk, like, so you talk about Wonder Franco, definitely not his age. Nobody will ever be able to convince me that Albert Pujos, when he won Rookie of the Year. There's no way. No, you were a 47-year-old man. Which makes it even better that he played as long as right. he did. Like yeah. you're, you're, he's, he's 82 now. You're way older than you try to tell everybody you are. You're like the dude from Ben yeah, Warmers. I am 12. And he looked like that. Yeah. <laughs> he, he did. He looked like that. Maria! <laughs> I mean, listen. And Albert Pujos is one of the best to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. First ballot Hall of Well, you'd like to say first ballot Hall of Famer. But with the baseball writers, they're idiots. Did he get mixed up in steroids? No, he did not. So he's first. Player. I mean, he should like he's one of those guys that should be a unanimous Hall of Famer. Hey, he will be because he yeah. didn't get messed up with steroids. I don't know. There will be somebody that will not vote for him. Yeah, because that's they're stupid. Well, it's all about your personality. I feel like he was pretty good with the media. He was. So he'll get in. I mean, he'll definitely get in. First, first ballot. First he'll ballot, but he won't be unanimous. All right. I mean, it's. I mean, it's really sad though that. That Wanda Franco let that ruin his career because he's going to prison. I mean, it's not a, it's not yeah. a matter oh, of yeah. of the stuff you know, that not playing him. anymore. He's going to prison. And then the idiot texted her on the WhatsApp as soon as he found out there was a warrant. What are you doing, dude? Well, and then he tried to pay off her mother to. Well, that was working. And then the daughter had enough. That's how that all went down. Oh uh, well, I thought that was a setup. So. No, no, apparently. The mom and daughter do not have a good relationship at all. And the daughter finally had enough and said her mom has always used her for her gain, like get money from either the mom's boyfriend, whatever, or using her to get money off somebody else. So apparently that's a history thing. And Tronco fell for the trap. Yeah, he did. When they, uh, when they done the raid on the mom's house, they found – I forget how many pesos it was. And then they also found like $68,000 in American cash yeah. in the home. So who has Wander Franco on the baseball league? Have DJ. He, has he dropped him yet? He has not. I texted him the other day. I texted him that article, and I was like, don't know that I'd make I him think you're going to have an opening, buddy. So, it's not looking good for him. Yeah. He's like, I wonder if I could trade, any, trade him to anyone. I was like, well, trade probably be the one that would want to take him. So one of the things I see on here, and I want to talk on, 
Is Sean McDermott the Mark Jackson for the Buffalo Bills? Okay, so you all know that my principal at school is from Buffalo, a diehard Buffalo Bills fan. He listens to lots of podcasts. The problem with them Sunday, their defense was in shambles. Well, oh, right. 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 They, so, they had a lot of injuries. I will say that McDermott is buddies with the GM. Oh, 100%. So he gets another year. But if they can they win the Super Bowl with him? Yes. I'm not convinced I, of I that. Don't know. I, I'm starting to think more like he's the Mark Jackson. And when they bring in the next coach, the Steve Kerr, he's the one that will take him to the title. I, see, I don't because think Josh that. Allen's playing good enough to win. Well, I mean, but it was in the script for them not to win. It was. I mean, listen. And I'm starting to think when they switched it to blue, we're getting a Chiefs and Lions Super Bowl. Agreed. We all thought it was the Cowboys, the blue for the Cowboys. Yeah. I think it's Chiefs and Lions. Hey, Eminem and Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, it writes oh, itself. So, <laughs> it is. Um, but you look at the, the – so, I mean, you're talking about Josh Allen who throws on a check down, throws a piss missile. I mean, he throws it as hard as anybody in the league. But have you seen his numbers against Kansas City in the playoffs? Yes. Like, he's, but he's good. But what I'm talking about is that in the fourth quarter, that where he underthrew that receiver and they're trying to say that it was because he was bumped. Have you watched that play? He wasn't bumped that hard. That's enough to throw it off, though. But he, a strong dude like him it's that throws to, a piss missile? It, it's enough to throw it off. Just know. by that much. I don't really, know. that barely missed. It was pretty short. It barely. If he stands clean in the pocket, that's a touchdown. Well, I don't know. We're going to agree to disagree on that. Well, but, but that was Chris Jones making a play. He yeah. pushed the lineman into him. Yeah. But I think I will stand on the, 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 the mountain that they can win with Sean McDermott. Like I said, you mentioned the defensive injuries. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen in three postseason games against the Chiefs is averaging over 300 yards total. 22 touchdowns and one interception. For, he's not turning the ball over. For his entire playoff career, he's got 30 touchdowns and four interceptions. And the crazy part about it is he had thrown an interception in like 16 games this year. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, they don't do it in the postseason. And, right? and, like, they put up the most yards and most points on Kansas City all year long. So, like, they played well enough to win. Yeah. What about that cannon he threw to Stephon Diggs? And Diggs dropped it. Oh, my god! So I, so, I was talking to him. I was like, you know, if if Diggs was a top-tier receiver like a Randy Moss, uh, like he, a Larry Fitzgerald, yeah, like a Calvin down. Johnson, that, well, he would come down with it. But if he missed it, he goes back to the huddle and he says, throw, throw it again. again. Yeah, 100%. Throw it again. He had eight, catch- eight targets for 21 yards. Yeah. I do think they found – they found something with the running game when they made the switch to Brady. Well, right? and, and you know, and Brady was just having to run a modified version of Ken Dorsey's offense. Yeah. He hadn't got to install his offense yet, and he is going to be the guy, right? Yeah, he's he's going to keep that job. They've got to get more wide receiver help. So Shakur, I think he's good, but but he's a three. Like he's yeah, not he's a, not the one. Gabe, Gabe Davis, Davis is, is trash. trash. Yeah, um, and he he come into the season with so much hype. And he way under under. I don't know what Kincaid's a stud. Kincaid, well, and they want to run a twelve set with Knox and Kincaid. I think Knox's time's passed. I don't know. Knox is still a serviceable tight end in a in a setting like that. I think you got to get Diggs. Diggs got to get his head out of his ass. Well, his contract's up, right? Yeah, uh, he's got uh-huh. he's got another, he's got twenty five million. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
it's a big cap hit too. Yeah. So okay. like they're not going to find anybody to take him unless he's willing to restructure his deal. Yeah. Um, they need to go out and get. They need to draft a receiver for one, and they need to because it's very deep at receiver. They need to go out and get a receiver. But like picking that far down. You're not going to get one of the top wide receivers. No, but I think there's like there's good receivers. Top three are off the board. Top three imagine. are off the board. But I mean, you could get a good receiver in the draft. You go look, you get good receivers in the fifth, sixth round. That's true. I mean, and just because you draft somebody but, in the first round, they, they don't they don't have depth. They could Henry Ruggs your ass. I mean, look at Puka Nakua, yeah. fifth round pick. Yeah, I mean they they do not have depth at wide receiver. If one of them gets hurt, yeah. there's nobody else to come in. Yeah. So. I I think Shakir was a rookie this year, right? Yes. So, so. he'll take a step forward next year, but they definitely need some more. I just thought that was an interesting because I I do think that McDermott's not going to get fired. Not this year. But I think he's the Mark Jackson. The 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 window is shrinking. It is, but you know the the problem. Is, it's not really. I mean, I guess it is a problem. Josh Allen and the Bills have proven they can beat Kansas City in the regular season. But until you prove that you can beat them in the playoffs, that's, it's a constant monkey on your back. Yeah. Well, I mean, me and you were talking about it yesterday. It's like it's Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, Tom Brady all over. It, Peyton Manning could beat Tom Brady in the regular season, couldn't beat him in the playoffs. Only did it one time. And then twice when he went to Denver. And he just so happened to win the Super Bowl that right. one time that he did do it. So. so, you know, do I think the Bills – are good enough to win a Super Bowl? No, I think I think they're good enough to get there. Yeah, um, they need to get some pieces. Um, and the Von Miller, like, what the heck happened to Von Miller other than Father Time? Like, he's not. He, he's coming off ACL. Well, so maybe next year he looks better. Um, then you got to. If you're gonna fake a punt with Demar Hamlin, why not just let Josh Allen in the offense? Just back keep him out there. Just keep Josh yeah. Allen out there. What are you doing? That's a courtesy gift. That's what that was. Well, and, the Chiefs had ten on the field and stopped it. He needs to be courtesy cut, is what not, he needs. And not to mention the fact that you're on your own thirty-two when you do that. I don't. I don't have a problem with going for it. Fourth and three. Keep Mahomes off the field, but keep your quarterback on yeah, the field. Right. Let Put Josh it in, in your in your best player's hand. And you tell Josh Allen, go get me the first down. Whether you have to run for it, yeah. you have to throw whatever. I mean, he can fall forward and get three yards. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's that he, tall. He's that tall. You hate Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers would come in that situation. He would see ten guys. He's hiking the ball and he's throwing it as far down the field as he can because he knows it's a free play. And it don't matter because it's probably incomplete because Aaron Rodgers can't throw in the playoffs. That's okay. But, but, he, but it, the penalty would have got him a first yeah, down. The penalty would have got him a first down. There was 10 guys. That's not a penalty. Oh, and you said 10. I thought you said 12. No, there was only 10. Yeah, that's just them being down. Yeah. Chiefs didn't send an extra guy out there, and they still stopped still him. Still stopped him. Because they had DeMar well, Hamlin lined up in front of the punter. I mean, exactly. He literally stood right in front of the punter. He was on this side. He moved to this side. Ball was snapped. Yeah. I was like, that's the most obvious thing I've seen. <laughs> yeah, stupid. That one was stupid. But listen, it just Patrick Mahomes is good. He's really good. He's been a starter in Kansas City for six seasons. Six straight. Six straight AFC, AFC championship championships. games. Listen, you can say he gets favorable calls all, all and and they do, but that also comes with being the best player in the league. It does. I like, mean, we've seen Tom Brady get those calls. Aaron Rodgers get those you, calls. You were granted certain. Luxuries when you are the best player in the league, 
and he's the best player in the league. Yeah. I'm just glad it was Jason Kelsey that stole the show in that game instead of Taylor Swift. (laughs) You know, I I did see something interesting. Of course, everybody rags on Taylor Swift. It's the camera's fault for putting her on the TV. uh, Yeah, I don't blame her a bit. She literally is there just supporting Travis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because how many times did you see the camera show Brittany Mahomes before Taylor came around? Never. No, you just saw her on Jackson's TikTok videos. Yeah, it's like. She's getting the hate because the media, the cameras find her. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what sales. It's got people talking right now. And you know what? Everybody is in that suite and had interact. They come out and they're like, she's throwing trash away. Like somebody yeah. didn't tell her she's supposed to be a diva. Right. So she seems like a good person. And you talk about Jason Kelsey. When he went and got that little girl oh, and brought her up to the suite because she said she wanted to say, uh, say hi or say hi to Taylor. She had a. Sign that said, I love T-Swift. Yeah. And he, he picked her up. He said, we're going to go show Taylor. <laughs> and like He was like, Taylor! Taylor! <laughs> and Jason Kelsey, is he's the bomb. He's girl, the man. Girl dad. Did, who, who was it that sent the picture earlier that said that his mom tweeted out that, was that, me. that dad was showing his boobs? <laughs> did you see that one? I did not. So apparently his mom sent a text during the game, and uh, Ellie, his daughter, one of them, Said, Dad's boobs are on TV. Dad's showing his boobs or something. Like that. And you can see his wife in the background. She was like, Oh, God. He's gone. Because I lost him. I'm sure Jason Kelsey is that way all the time. I wonder. I wonder if you've seen him talk on the podcast, yeah. right? If she's the same one that whenever he shaved his head off, she goes, "Your brain is gone." <laughs> but the fact that he was in Buffalo, out tailgating with the Bills fans, oh yeah, drinking out of a bowling ball, just lets you know the kind of guy he is. Yeah, like when they talked about this year, trying to get him to come back this year, Sirianni said that he was going to have kegs delivered to his house, and then I was like. Okay. <laughs> like he's that guy. Yeah. He's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. So since we're on the divisional round on the Chief Chief side, they're gonna play the Ravens. Ravens pretty much maybe, had the easiest game of the weekend. Maybe the two best defenses in the league. They are well, they're statistically ranked one and two. I mean they made CJ Stroud look like the rookie he is. They did. So I'll be interested to see Lamar against Kansas City's defense. He didn't exactly light up. He got four total touchdowns. He only threw for 150 yards. Right, and and they're but he threw for but he ran for 105. Right, the, but the, the defense, Kansas City's defense, is playing better now than they were. Yeah. So, and they seem to have figured out the Lamar cheat code. It's not going to surprise me for Kansas City to win. It's not me either. And then we're going to have to go two weeks of Chiefs mania. Yeah. Taylor's going to be at the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, there's, I guess there's uglier people we could look at in two weeks. <laughs> so, on the other side, before we talk really about the Niners lines, is Christian McCaffrey the greatest white athlete ever? You know what? Rashard Mendenhall brought out a tweet a few, a little while back. And he talked I was about going to say, you know Richard Mendenhall's not white. No. <laughs> he tweeted a while back that he was sick of listening to white commentators talk on TV because if they lined up black people versus white people, blacks will win. Make, he did make that. And we got Christian McCaffrey on the all-whites. We do. And he's 
We yeah. could argue he's the best running back in the league at a position that's not primarily white. And we got Cooper Cup and Mahomes. Mm. Uh, I think I think they had Mahomes on team team black. Nope. we're claiming him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. And we got <laughs> and we got Travis Kelsey. And we and got Sam, Sam Laporta. I mean, we, we got stacked. Oh, tight ends. Tight ends. <laughs> Where we're going to struggle is the quarterbacks. And, and you have no DBs. Right. <laughs> but we're getting one. DeGene. DeGene from Iowa. Yeah. And, I mean, because Eric, Eric Weedle, Weddle has been gone for a few years. He was a safety. Bring John Lee Horn. Yeah, John Lee. Yeah. But, I mean, but that just goes to show you how ignorant Rashard Mendenhall is. Yeah, but I mean – he must have got CTE but, when Clay Matthews made him fumble in the like, Super Bowl. Clay is a white, by the way. Yeah. And, and you go and you you look and you've got you've got RG three that does call games and he's stupid at, at times. I like RG three. I I like him because he'll say whatever he wants to. Exactly. He does do that. He does do that. But um, I just so. But there are a lot of black commentators. <laughs> They're not all white. I saw. I I had that conversation with somebody today. And he was like, name a better white athlete than Christian McCaffrey. Are we talking just football? Well, no, in general. And he said, but take success off the table. Jason Williams was really good. That was the other guy he came up to. I argued Michael Phelps. (laughs) And take his gold medals away. Like, I've seen, like, scientific – like, his body – the things that his body can do, yeah. and like his hands that are bigger, and his his shoulders are double jointed, and like he w- God designed that man to swim. Yeah, it would be hard to argue that Michael Phelps is not the greatest white athlete. I can see that. I mean, I dude's mean, career speaks for itself. Right, but Jason Williams is interesting because so you look at you said take success out of it, right? And that's why I'm right. Jay will. So, so you take. You, you you look at the running back position. Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league that we don't – name four other white running backs that have played in the NFL. Mike Allstock. He was a fullback. But he switched to halfback after he, work done. He did, but uh, – Who was the dude that uh, played for the Peyton Browns? Hillis. Peyton Hillis. Okay. That, but, I mean, he was, he was a – uh, he should have been a fullback, yeah. but he played played that. Peyton Hillis was also in the same backfield as uh, Darren McFadden and Felix Jones yeah. at Arkansas. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so we got three. Name two more. I'll give you Toby Gerhardt. Oh yeah, because he did play for the Vikings for a little while. So there's 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 four. And then who's the one that's most? Um, there was a couple that played for the Patriots. Um, Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead. Burkhead, okay. That's yeah. And I cannot think of the other one. There was Danny. Danny uh, Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead, okay. So I, that's the only six. ones I can So we've we come up with six, but it took all three of us. Yeah. Yep. And that's all been in the last ten years. Right. So Christian McCaffrey has is, and I mean, the best player. Yeah. And at a position that you don't think about a white guy playing. And he looks like he could be in a boy band. And, and, you know, like, he's jacked. And he's a handsome fella. Like, when, every year I think he's going to get drug tested because he looks more jacked. And, and when he got through the line the other night and broke loose 
you knew they weren't catching him. Yeah. I mean, he's fast. Yeah. And there's just, I mean, he's the number one running back in fantasy football. Well, and I mean, but you know. and, and, and the same thing could be said with black athletes and the quarterback position. Yeah. But Donovan McNabb was pretty dang good. Yeah. Steve McNair. Steve McNair was good. Michael Vick. Prior to killing dogs, was pretty good. Even a, even after killing dogs, he's I mean, still good. Michael Vick was a game cheat code. He was a cheat code uh, on you know when Lamar they, Jackson is pretty good. Could yeah. you imagine Mike Vick in today's NFL? Oh, it would be Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's just so so you think like you think about you know we talked about we talked about race earlier. Like I, I did talk about race. I hate all races equally. Um, and that's a joke, obviously. obviously. I, I like all people. Um, but, you know, you, race comes into play when you think about positions, especially in football. And just and, – and I think part of that shows the society that, that, that we're in. Like, the fact that we can't just focus on – guys like Rashard Mendenhall can't focus on Christian McCaffrey's just a really good running back. We have to – we have to point out the fact that he's a white running back. Right. Like, why can't he well, look at the coaching. We, we we have a rule in place that that mandates that you uh, interview. Uh, because what's got, what's wrong with just what I'm trying to the say? Best candidate, right? What, whatever. They're, they're frankly, they, they actually adjusted that rule. Now it's not just one. They got to interview two minorities. Frankly, right. minority. Thank you. That was the word I was thinking. I don't care what race you are. Matter of fact, I yeah. don't necessarily care what gender you are. If you can help my team win. Makes me yeah. no difference. But I mean, Absolutely. they they complain about that. But we've had two head coaching hires so far in the NFL, and and they're both African American. Yeah. <laughs> and Antonio Pierce deserved it. Yep, hundred percent. That was his job. He's, I yeah. mean, and, and like he said, I earned that. And job. and Mayo 100%. Mayo, it was in his contract. Yeah. So he didn't. They didn't even have to do interviews. They'd already wrote that into his contract. And, and that is how both the Raiders and the Patriots got away with not interviewing the two because if it, I guess that's the loophole in the Rooney rule. If it's in the succession plan, then they don't have to interview anybody because that was the plan all along. Yeah. And then with Pierce, he was in the building. So if they're in the building on staff, you don't have to interview. So Makes sense. We're in our conference championships. We're down to the final four. I will argue that they're the best four teams in football. Yeah, the, I, I think mean, I think the best four teams in football are left, but, which is which is which is super cool. Yeah, you don't get that very no. often. Top uh, four because the Packers tried real hard to upset that man, apple cart. Listen, I knew it was coming. I you called it. it. I let myself get hopped up. Joe Barry's defense lets you down when you need them one time. Well, I almost did. I almost let myself buy into the Tampa Bay thing on Sunday. When they got down fourteen, I was like, they're not coming back from this. And then they scored the touchdown, and I'm like, and then they went for two. What why, the heck? why did they go for what? two? Listen, if you want to go for two, go for two when you score the tying touchdown and go for the win. So no. a lot of coaches have started to do that now because if they go for two there, get it, then – An extra point wins. Extra point don't matter because it's a five-point game. You just score a touchdown and you're up one. Well, well see, 14 minus eight gives you six, so it's a six-point game. <laughs> so the extra point does matter. But you went for two, so it would have been? Eight points. You score six off a touchdown. What was the score at the time? They were down 14. Uh, yeah. Numbers yeah. are hard. Four, 14 minus eight is six. 
<laughs> I thought it was a 13-point no, game. No, it, it was a 14-point game. Yeah, it, it literally because, made no sense. And then because, because they lost – 31-23. And, so and they're, they're roasting him over not calling the timeout at the end and making them kick the field goal. And It wouldn't have been a field goal. It would have been a punt because they weren't in range. Well, Jared now, Goff snapped the ball early. Now, what, what Todd Bowles is saying is they were already in range. So, that there, and there was only 13 seconds left. There's no way we're coming back from two scores down with 13 seconds left. Right. You don't think Vita Vea can get that big mid up and block a field goal? He, he's the only person that's, in the NFL see, that's that stopped the tush-push twice. That's the, that's the argument that everybody said is, is like, well, you didn't even make them kick the field goal, you know. Um, I, you know, at the end of the day, Detroit's the better team. They, well, it yeah. wasn't in the script for Tampa to win, so that's why they didn't call the timeout. And, and listen, I will say I'm still not a fan of Baker Mayfield. But he's earned a contract. He's grown on me. I'm happy that he was the quarterback this year because out of all the options, I don't know that we get the result we do without Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Did you hear Dan Campbell talk about him like leading up to the game? Mm-mm. Said that he was scouting some other player. I forget. He might not have even been coaching Detroit. Well, he wouldn't at Detroit. I forget where he was. But they went to scout a wide receiver. He said Baker comes out in flip-flops through the whole session. For his wide receiver. And then he had a workout with the team the next day. And then a private workout with another team the day after. And then threw for his other wide receiver. He's ba- like, you just don't see that. Baker is the ultimate team guy. Yeah. And, like, he's the kind of guy that, like, he's he's sunshine in Remember the Titans. Like, what are you wimps looking at? You never you ever see a football injury before? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's okay because I'm here. Like, yeah. it's okay. And like you've seen, he 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 throws an interception. He'll tell he'll tell his line. He'll tell us like that's on me. And he goes, but or his defense gives up something, and he'll go and talk to every position. And like it's fine. Like we're gonna be okay. Just play better next time. I, I like Baker. I, I've liked Baker since he was at Oklahoma. I, that type of mentality is what got them to the college football playoff. Well, you know. So I'm happy because I think Baker was in that. I don't know that I can still do this. Yeah, I mean he'd been beaten down everywhere he went. And, so you know the funny, the, the 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 best thing about it is, is you got Browns fans going, we got rid of Baker. Right. <laughs> you right. know, it's like, I mean, uh, can we have Baker back? I mean, Todd Bowles has already come out and said he wants Baker to be his quarterback yeah. next year. And, and Mike Evans, and Mike and Evans both, and Baker both have said we want to play together next year. So. Yeah. And Mike Evans is doing a contract, right? And they both gotta, are. You got to pay Mike Evans. Yeah. Can they pay Mike Evans? Oh they, yeah. They have the the second or third most money in the league this coming year. So Commanders have the first, right? Commanders have the first. I I think there's somebody in between the Commanders the and the Bucks. Patriots. Is it the Patriots? Yeah. So I think it was Commanders, Patriots, Bucks. Yeah, because May- Mayo basically said they were going to sling some ca- some cash. Well, yeah. and, and so Tampa, ready to spend it. Well, and Tampa's going to sling some ca- some cash too and Jason like their uh, G- GM is pretty good at working these contracts out. So, I would expect I mean, they're going to have to pay Mike Evans. He's the greatest offensive player Tampa's ever had. Does he give them a hometown discount? I think being year 11 or 12. I, think, I don't think he does. I, I think, think Baker would have Earlier in the year, like before the season started, I think maybe he would have. But after he went out and had the year he did, he wants to get paid. I think Baker will be the one to take the discount so they can pay Mike I, th- I mean, Baker probably gets something. I, I think somewhere in the neck of the woods, three years for $50 million. 
I was thinking three for seventy. I think I, th- I think I that's think what Gino got. I, I think yeah, he he'll, he'll get twenty. 2022 a mil a year. Maybe. I, I mean, unless he wants to take that discount to save money. So. Well, I mean, Daniel Jones got 40. Uh, so that the 20 would be a discount. <laughs> Talk about a bad decision. And, yeah. And, and I mean, nobody's going to take Daniel Jones. So you're stuck with Daniel Jones. Yeah. They're probably going to draft another quarterback. And you're going to pay Daniel Jones $40 million to sell on the bench. Yeah. So, so who do y'all have in Super Bowl? Ravens, Niners. Okay. I think it's going to be the Lions and Chiefs. I'm I too am sticking. I think the Raiders, Raiders, the Ravens and the Niners are the two best teams in football, and I'm sticking with that. And I don't disagree with that. But if we are in a world if we think this is NFL scripted, nothing is better than having Eminem on one side and Tay Tay on the I, I, other. I would agree. Um, Not to mention the alternate logo colors are blue and red. But the original was red and purple, right? It was. So I think I think it's the 49ers and Ravens. And and it's like one of those things that I'm kind of so it, it's one or the other. I don't think it's Niners and uh Chiefs. Chiefs. I don't think it's Ravens and Lions. It's one or the other. It's either the, it's either to, the two number ones to or the, the point two, that the whoever two. wins the first game just go ahead and bet the opponent in the second game. That's funny. So, um we talked a little bit about the coach's job there. Ben Johnson is the guy at this point that is holding up he the process, has to be right? Missing piece. Well, because I can't they, believe Belichick hasn't well, they taken that job whole, yet. Uh, they changed this whole coaching carousel thing last year because I guess the coaches complained about I'm trying to prepare my team for a playoff and then I'm having to do all these interviews for other coaching jobs. So they switched schedule. Technically, yesterday, the 22nd, is the first day they could actually even – interview candidates in person. I will say that if the Lions make the Super Bowl, with it being two weeks, Ben Johnson will interview that week before the before, yeah. because because they won't do a lot of Super Bowl prep no. yeah. that week. And then you saw something today that you sent out looks like Harbaugh's headed to the Chargers. They're, they're apparently within striking distance. Yeah. Whatever the heck that means. He's, like, he's waiting on Michigan to Michigan's already got an offer on the table and it's a, a big one. Is yeah. it is it but, more than is it more than one twenty five? Yes. Is it? Yes. Okay. And he said – I knew that. I knew they were going to up it. He was trying to get them to add clauses in there to where if there's any NCAA punishment, they can't fire him or something like For that. For cause. For cause. I mean, that's fair because yeah. he, he got suspended twice this year. Yeah. So – Well, and, and it looks like the NCAA might be headhunting him at the moment too. So Sharon Moore is the guy. If he leaves, Sharon Moore the At guy. this point, I don't know that it, it could be anybody else. No, Who's taking the Arizona job? Have they? Has anybody hired for that? Yeah, it was uh, San Jose State Lute Olson. coach. Who? Lute Olson. <laughs> okay. Cool. Resurrected from the grave to coach football. Yeah, <laughs> San Jose State coach, and okay. he got Fafita and McMillan both to commit to staying to Arizona. What? Yep. And apparently Alabama threw some big money at both of them, and they decided to stay. Well, I thought they were both going to Washington with. Uh, Jish. Yep. They decided they were staying. Wow. I guess uh, Fafita said on a podcast or something, he's not the type of guy that takes the easy way out, and he's just going to stick out his commitment. I I respect that. I do. Speaking of of that part, Alabama has lost a few players. 
They haven't lost Milrow. Or, yeah, Milrow, uh, which I think is big. He's not the quarterback next year. That's my bold take. Really? He's going to be the freaking Heisman. I don't care what he's going to be. He's not the quarterback for Alabama next year. It'll be Mac that DeBoer brought with him who was going to be his next quarterback at Washington. He was a top 70 kid in last recruiting cycle, five-star guy. He'll be the quarterback for Alabama. Hmm. Interesting. I, no, listen. Milrow doesn't fit that system. He can't throw like Penix can. Pretty well. He made a pretty darn good throw against Alabama there at the end of the game. Well, he plays for Alabama. He I mean, for Auburn. Alabama. Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> what about the fact that the Alabama has another kid named Devontae Smith plays defense? I, I'm just glad they got people staying. I like yeah. that he came out and said, if you don't stay, like, you. like you basically, like yeah. you're, you're an idiot. Like You're yeah. with us or against us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he said that in, in the – in his post interview with the coach, he's like, "We didn't just talk about football. We talked about family. We talked about this. Talked about that, and you know." Well, so did you? Have you all heard Brandon Walker's rant on Kalen DeBoer? Yes, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Have you Have you heard it, John? I bl- I think so. So he basically said Kalen DeBoer is a fantastic hire, is a fantastic football coach, but Alabama's too dumb. Alabama fans are too stupid to let it work. And his mom's an Alabama fan. That's yeah. what makes it even better. He, I, I think he maybe even said too damn stupid to he, make it work. He did. Yeah. He said because they'll go eight and four their first year, and then they'll say the sky's falling. Yep. And, and they forget what did Saban do that his first year? Saban uh, Saban went like six and seven his first year. Did he? Okay. He, he was left a mess. Yeah. And then year two, he won the national championship. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's still Alabama that Nick. I mean, because Nick Saban got just shambles. He's got Alabama back as a premier program. Kalen DeBoer inherited a really good Alabama program. I still yeah. think they fall off, though. Oh, I think – I mean, because like I said, well, you never but, want to be the guy that follows right, the guy. Like, falling off, though, I'm talking eight and four. Right. Nine and three. Which is good for a lot of schools, not for Alabama. And the one knock on DeBoer is he don't really recruit that well. How well do you – or how long, if he goes – let's say his first year, he's eight and four. The next year he improves nine and three. Year three, there's pressure. Year three, but so are we talking like twelve and zero make the playoff pressure? Well, tw- playoffs going twelve teams. I know. So nine and three might make the playoffs. It might. It might. It depends on who your three losses are. Yes, I think it's going to depend on on the field and then how he recruits. Because, like I said, he he don't really recruit that well. I mean, yeah, but look at where he's been. I mean, and it's a lot easier to recruit to Alabama than it, it is, is to Washington. But he has no ties in the South. Nobody on his staff has ties in the South. So I think, are we in a scenario with Kalen DeBoer where if he has, let's say they go six and six this year, could he get fired this year? No, no, okay. I don't. I don't think so. Either. I mean, he gets at least three years, right? Yeah, yeah. Year three, there's pressure. Yeah, yeah. I, Speaking I, of pressure, my gosh, is Ryan Day feeling the pressure? I mean, he hired Bill O'Brien as offense coordinator. Did you see everybody they've got in the portal? Yeah. And he brings back his whole defense? Yeah. He's feeling the pressure. I think, listen, he's he's close to losing his job. I think he's playing for a national championship next year. Yeah. Him and Georgia. Is Will Howard the answer at quarterback? It doesn't matter. They're that good everywhere else. It does not matter who plays quarterback. 
their defense is going to be better. They added Caleb Downs from Alabama, well, so, who Nick Saban called the smartest defensive football player. So, so let me ask you this question. In your opinion, if anything less than a national championship this year. Uh, fired. I, I would tend to agree. Unless he beats Michigan. If he beats Michigan, that'll say. Yeah, it'll it, but if he beats Michigan and, and Harbaugh's not there, it won't be the same. It will. It's still Michigan. I mean, they've lost three straight years. But to Harbaugh. I think. How many years in a row Harbaugh lose to day, though? One. Uh, more than one. It was year three before Michigan started being good because they were talking about Harbaugh losing his job at Michigan because he couldn't. But, get Dave, but Dave wasn't the coach then. He lost to Urban Meyer a couple of times. But he only sure? lost to Day once. Urban Meyer's been out of the game longer than that. Well, look it up. Oh, you're watching Duke beat Louisville right now. I know. Listen, Montgomery County High School could beat Louisville right now. Kenny Payne's going to get fired in Sunday. It's, it's unfair. I'm just glad. Kenny Payne's going to get Kenny fired. Kenny Payne wasn't the first coach fired. DePaul fired their coach the other day after a 3-15 and 15 start to the season. I will tell you that they're going to fire Kenny Payne and they're going to lose – all their alumni. No. Yes. No. Yep. They're going to fire Kenny they, they're already fire Mick Cronin. They're already rumored to be going after Dusty May. I don't think Dusty May will be the guy. I think it's Mick Cronin or uh, Chris Beard. Chris Beard would be a good hire. But is what, – what, I mean, I guess I guess Ole Miss – he's at Ole Miss right now, right? Scott Drew has also been rumored. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Scott Drew. Scott Drew won a title at Baylor, though. Yeah. Why would it? Why would he leave Baylor to go to Louisville? Though Louisville's got more resources, more NIL. And but but he won say that at Baylor in a down year for college basketball. That we had said that if Gonzaga doesn't win it that year, then they're never going to win it. Like it was a down year for college basketball. So there's not an asterisk beside that beside that national championship, but in my mind there is. Like that's. there's an asterisk there. Yeah. So, well, since we're talking about college basketball, what we what, what y'all think about Big Z finally getting his debut? That dude's a freak. And listen, I told you, I thought he was going to be a project, didn't I? You did. I did say that. And the whole time I'm watching him, I'm like, gosh, I can't wait to tell Neil he thought he was going to be a project. Because me and Wes were hyping him up. You were. And you said. He's going to be a project. Anytime they, show, many, anytime they show a headline when the dude is getting dunked on. Yeah. And they and, and they did pick a bad pitcher. Why would you pick Why that? Why would you one? pick that? But I did think it would take him a while to adjust to the American game. Apparently, all that time he spent trying to get uh, cleared, he's been working on his American game because he fit the bill. But if well, you, what he struggled with was opening up a water bottle. Yes, he did. Did he score? <laughs> <right. laughs> and then he looked at it like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> one and two. You were right. Ryan one and two. Mark it down. I finally validated myself. Well, I got you say so many things, eventually you're going to hit. One and two. How would it be one and two? They've lost the last three years. He'd be one and three. That's what it said. One well, they two. lied to you. Maybe, two. maybe no. they didn't add this no. year. No, Sharon Moore coached this year but against Ohio State. Oh, so you looked against Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And it was so if so against Michigan, he's one and three. Yes. Okay. All right. So Big Z, which is even worse, the fact that you thought that Urban been gone longer. He's only been gone four years. Gosh, that's I mean, he he coached the NFL team in that time for a very <laughs> short period of time. Um, that was the maybe the worst hire in 
It was worse than any team that hires Hugh Jackson. That's how bad hiring Urban Meyer Gosh, was. I don't know. No, it was. No. Urban won. Yeah. yeah. Hugh didn't. You didn't have to worry about Hugh grinding up, <laughs> grinding up on some girl. <laughs> At least not with a phone around. Um, so, I had said early on, and, and Adam remembers this, that that this this Kentucky team's not as good as the twelve team, but they're a wish dot com version, and they they could win the national championship. Does Big Z solidify I, that? I think Big Z moves them off the wish dot com. I, I do too. I think it's moving them up more along the lines of like the the orders that you get off of Walmart dot com instead of Amazon dot com. Yeah, it's moved them up to that point. Yeah, I think I think Big Z. It's just another missing piece. I mean, they're legitimately good enough to win the national championship. Here's it'll the thing. Be, they, they've got to play defense. Consistently. Yeah. You, you can't score 107 points a game every well, every time. They've scored over 90 in four straight conference games. Yeah, so I, I get that. Something. But you're going to get to the tournament, and it's going to get a little bit tighter. And if there's a night that they're not, not scoring. You're a 7-2 unicorn. I'm just telling you. Dude is a freak, and I'm a Duke they fan. Gave up That's 90, coming from a Duke fan. Dude is a freak. They gave up 30-something points to Georgia in the last eight minutes of that game. Yeah. Because they they had a 30-point lead. Why? Put so, your foot on the throat so, and kill them. They're up 30, and the foot's already on the throat. So, I will say, as none of us here are big Coach Cal fans, if he doesn't take this well, I mean, West loves him. I like Coach Cal. I said none of us here. I like Coach Cal. Coach Cal's okay. I like him, but we're not because as long as he's the coach, he's going to screw it up. Right, but but like you're him. not a huge fan. You like him because he gives Duke a better chance to win. Absolutely, but if he doesn't take this team to the Final Four, it's so hard though. It like, is once, hard. Like once you get to the tournament, it's people, so hard. And, I mean, and people don't realize that. Like Duke had three of the top five players in a class. Yeah. And didn't go the final well, four. So, because when you have Duke and you have Kentucky and you have North Carolina and Kansas across your jersey, then for a team like St. Francis, that is your national championship game. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to show you that I can play with you. And, and with it being a one-game series, anything can happen. Because you talk about having off nights. So you have an off night and then you get beat by St. Peter's or a St. Francis or a Monmouth or something. But in Kentucky fan eyes, if he doesn't take this team to the final four, and it's a failure. It's a failure year. and a disappointment. Gosh, I don't know. It's just so hard to get there. It is hard. It's literally the final four teams, which, which makes what he did his first five years here that much more impressive. Yeah. This is the best team he's had since fifteen. The twenty team that got canceled because of COVID was really good. Not Listen, this good. The twenty team for UK and the twenty team for Duke. I think that was the year we were positioned. To have a collision course for a title, I I, I think because that, those were both good teams. I think the twenty team gets underrated. I think the twenty team was really good. Was that James Young? No, no that, that was, was Maxi uh, and quickly. Oh yeah, Maxi. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess Maxi's all right. Maxi's okay. <laughs> he's had a pretty solid NBA career. Uh, he's all right. Speaking of NBA, that trade that looked like it sucked a couple weeks ago it's has a, worked for both teams. It's worked out pretty well. I mean the Knicks. The Knicks are winning. Yeah. I, I know they were. I know they had won their first four or five in a, uh, after the trade. I don't know what the record yeah, is. Still since. winning. And so. then the Raptors turn around and send Siakam to the Pacers. To the Pacers and got a load. Who? Who? That's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's we're. 
female tennis players here. Uh, hey! Martina Navratilova <laughs> is the name of the woman that actually started that. Uh, West told me that. Of course, West knows things like that. But um, so I, I saw a stat that they paired Siakam up with Halliburton, and yep. Siakam has the highest percentage in fast break points. And Halliburton has the highest percentage in fast break assist. It was yep. like it's yep. something like you've put the Pacers have a squad. I mean, and if you watch Pacer games, I know you all don't like the NBA, but they score one forty, one fifty yep. a game. Like they don't I like defense. I like Halliburton. I think he's a cool player. I'll get to see him Thursday and Friday. As a NBA fan, does that are do the Pacers have a chance to win the championship? No. Okay. Because Boston's still there. What about Milwaukee? Milwaukee still? firing their head coach. Listen, him and Giannis have butted heads yeah. literally since game one. And then him and Bobby Portis apparently almost threw hands. Yes. They should have never fired the coach that they had. Uh, his message had gone stale. Was it Budenholzer? Yes. Yeah. yeah, his message had gone stale. It was time for a change. And they saw that this change was not. But he's 30 and 13. Yeah, I mean, he, he but he also has two of the top ten players in the league. Yeah. Giannis and Dane. Yeah. But, but they're also 16th in defense. They're 30 and 13. They are 30 and 13. Yeah. I mean, talking about missing the mark, what about the Pistons with Monty Williams? He, he leaves the Suns, uh, goes to the Pistons, and then he doesn't want to play Jaden Ivey, who was close to being rookie of the year last year. But they finally turned him loose. The Pistons are tank. They're tank mode right now. Who are they tanking for? There's, there's a foreign player. I can't think of his name. There's a foreign player so, that played on the same team as Wimby. So Wimby has thrown off this for the like. They're going to take foreign players. I mean, he's but it's a, tanking in the NBA makes no sense. It's you got a one in fourteen chance. Sure you do. Of even getting You've heard about the frozen envelope. Do you really sure think you that the Pistons are going to win that number one pick? Depends. They don't ever get the number one pick. Who's it against? Is it like Detroit or – trying to think of another bottom. Houston? Eh, probably not. Houston will probably Well, Houston play. played pretty well. Well, I was just thinking of a yeah. random team. Detroit or Minnesota's number one seed, so I know it's not them. Detroit or Atlanta? I'd say Portland. Detroit. Portland? Great example. Detroit probably wins that. Toronto is sixteen and twenty-eight. Detroit's four and thirty-nine. Washington is seven and thirty-five. Washington. Detroit wins over Washington. Let's look at well, uh, the West. San Antonio eight and thirty-five. Because Wimby's team sucks. So if Wimby, uh, like, can you? I mean, Wimby's teammate going with Wimby. You don't think the Spurs can't do that again? No, I don't think. I don't think they'll get They're not giving the number one pick to Washington. No, Washington won't get it. That's why I said Detroit will win it over Washington. So, four wins. Let's talk about something that's more important. Rumble. Royal Rumble. Rumble. It's going to be really good. Listen, I am so super psyched for this Royal Rumble. Any surprises? Yes. You think so? Hulk Hogan. He teased it last night on Raw. It's his forty. It's the fortieth year of Hulkamania. He may Hulk be Hogan there. will be in the Royal Rumble. No, not in the Rumble. No, he teased it. He I can't even get up on the ring. Vince Mc uh, Vince McMahon 
WWE, yes. A Triple H, no. Which is why I ask if there's surprise because no. last year's Rumble there was nothing. It was just who was so, on the roster. So there was returns. I but think, no surprises. I think I think there will be. I, I do think there will be. Um, I think Andrade is the one. Um, oh yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, I still hold out hope every year that Matt Cardona is going to be there too. He teased it. I saw it on. Of course, uh, he is the ultimate troll. He, he is. Al- he re- he's better than Lane Kiffin. He at will troll. be. Listen, guarantee Saturday, fr- Friday or Saturday, he'll be on a plane and make you believe that he's heading to. Well, he, he'll be in the city because she'll be there. Yeah, that's true. His wife will be there. He'll probably be backstage, but um, but if it's really him. He'll be hidden backstage. It will be. But here's here's the ultimate question, then we'll talk about the rest of the Royal Rumble. It, when, when, I'm not even saying if Matt Cardona comes back. When? When Matt Cardona comes back, does he come back as Zack Ryder or does he come back as Matt Cardona? Cardona. You think so? I do. Do you think the WWE fans would allow that, would not just woo, 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 woo all the time? I mean, did they do Cody Rhodes Stardust? They didn't, but but they like Stardust didn't get over <coughs> with the fans like Zack Ryder did. That's true. I I have long time thought that he comes back as Zack Ryder and then teases this like internal conflict like he's Matt Cardona Zack Ryder and then at WrestleMania they do a the uh, a, a, a theater c- match cinematic match yeah. where Matt Cardona kills Zack Ryder. I really like everything he does on the indies, like the Indiana he's Jones the indie stuff. God. Yeah, the Indiana Jones stuff that he does. Yeah. Have you seen that? And then he had the Undertaker yeah. for a while. He's the Indie Taker. Yeah, that's what it was. I <laughs> couldn't think of the name. Yeah, but Matt Cardona's really good. Um, he's done a fantastic job of revitalizing his career. He's, he's one of those guys that bet it wasn't on his choice to leave, but when he left, he bet on himself. Yep. And he's made him, like, he's desirable now. I mean, you know, what is Cody Rhodes' moniker? Un, uh, undesirable to undeniable. Like, Matt Cardona's done the same thing. I mean, Cody Rhodes was voted the most popular wrestler in 2023. Yeah. And he's on the cover. And they couldn't stand him when he left AEW. A company he created that doesn't exist if he's not a part of it. And look at the ticket sales after he's left. They tanked. Like, yeah. I told Sean. They haven't broke a million in views in, like, a year and a half. But, But that's getting ready to go out the window. Ratings like that don't matter anymore. Because WWE is going to Netflix. You can't put ratings on a stream. For $5 billion. Billion with a B. Ha- One, Netflix doesn't do live. Yeah, they do. Do they do live? Yeah. Okay. Well, the other thing is Netflix has been on the cusp of broke for the last five years. Where did they come up with $5 billion? Well, I mean. I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a move. Think SiriusXM getting Howard Stern. and Because SiriusXM, before they got Howard Stern, was struggling. Yep. They get Howard Stern. They bet on Howard Stern, and now look at them. Yeah, I think Netflix is doing the same thing with WWE. And I think, watch and see if they don't try to land the network too. It would only make sense. That that's what didn't make sense to me. Like Peacock already has the, the network. network, so why would Peacock not just jump in to make a bid for Raw? They they did. I don't think five billion dollars. Well, but yeah, now, but now my Netflix bill is going to go up. But but here's well I mean it's already went up it's um, gonna go up again but here's they just paid five billion here's the here's the other thing it's with like Peacock is a year. is you know Peacock apparently has not been 
Th- that's why they're not re-upping the WWE because they're saying that it, it didn't help them. And, and and I can tell you one of the thing one of the worst things about Peacock you can't pause you can't it. pause it you can't pause it you, you can't, can't rewind an hour it. late and yeah. start it from the beginning right and and and, That's true. and we've talked about yep. that since the day it started yep because I mean not everybody can be sitting in front of the TV also, right at eight o'clock it doesn't immediately show up on the network on Peacock after it's over. Yeah, right. It's the next, next day or so. So I, I swear to you, I think Netflix, part of that $5 billion, I think they're going to get the WWE Network. Yeah. And then you get the network. Well, I mean, Peacock deal the runs out this year. But you also get the premium live events. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so when I tell you I think Netflix pulled a Howard Stern move, with it like I think that's what, like, they're all in with the WWE. So – I mean, what does Raw look like now, though? Like, starting in 2025. Because, like, like I texted earlier, I don't know if you saw it. I did. There's no time constraints. There is no time constraints. I mean, are there are there commercials? Are they going to have commercials? I would assume. I mean, you would think they'd have to to help. You would, to help pay for it. Yeah. But um, there aren't time constraints, and there's also no rating constraints. No rating Because you're not on syndicated television. No, I mean, obviously, at the start, you still have to put yeah, but, like, what it is. But you can put TVMA. Yeah. And and did you see where Nick Khan said today that it's not guaranteed that they stay Monday night? They I said did. they're they're Monday night right I now. I did see that he was on he was on Pat McAfee actually today and said that too. He said, but we're not for sure staying Monday night. Huh. So Monday night raw, not on Monday night. It'd just be raw at that point. I know, but still, it just don't feel right. It doesn't. So what I about do think SmackDown. SmackDown's going to USA, U- right? USA, CW, isn't it? No, NXT is going to oh. CW. Yeah, it is USA, I think. So USA just didn't want both Raw and SmackDown. I don't think they could afford them both, and I think I think they were, SmackDown right now is the flagship show, right? So because it's got Roman. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, did you see where Rock was on with Stephen A today, and he almost guaranteed that he was going to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Forty? Did you see he's on the board now? He is. So here's the deal. I'm not opposed to Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. It does not need to be for the title. So Roman needs to drop the title at Elimination Chamber. To who? Cody. Whoever. Doesn't matter. Whoever. Drop it. You you can't use Cody there because then Cody doesn't get his WrestleMania moment. I think Cody got his WrestleMania moment when he he came back. I think that was his WrestleMania moment. I think he goes into WrestleMania as – if it's truly Rock versus Roman, that's going to – because that'll main event – Whatever night. Whatever night they want a main event, probably. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that a match that's not going to involve – or couldn't may not involve the world title is going to main event a night of WrestleMania. Yeah. But, but it, uh, it is Rock. It is Rock. And I still – until it happens, I will still believe it's going to be Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah. I just don't see any other way to play. There's no other way. And the final three in the Royal Rumble, I, I think, I honestly, I tweet, I tweeted, I texted this out last night. If they don't start with Cody and Punk as one and two and have them go all the way through and them two and Gunther be the last three in the ring. So do you remember the the the, uh, the uh, storyline? You know, the, the, one of the things I told you the other day is that you have Punk and Cody start. They're there at the end, and you had and the, the guy I threw in was Drew McIntyre. You have somebody like Drew McIntyre who, you know, you thought he was eliminated, 
and he and so you're battling, and then he comes in and dumps them both over. You can do the exact same thing with Gunther. Yeah. Well, I mean, Gunther comes out last night. I think I think Gunther wins. You think so? I think he does. So then, how do we get CM Punk? We, we Seth don't. We, uh, then you wouldn't get CM Punk unless it becomes a triple threat. If if Seth really has a knee injury, if it's really hurt and it's really as bad as he wanted to make you believe. You would want an extra guy in there. To, so they could do all the work. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I think Gunther was the was the audible. I think adding Gunther to that storyline was the audible. Yeah. and I mean, and you can see Gunther walking out of there with the title. I would have Gunther walk out with both titles. Yeah. He would still be Intercontinental Champion, and he would walk out with the world title. Yeah. And then I would just have where, and obviously you got to have the the two goons to help that happen. I cannot wait until they add Dragon off to that. You think they will? Yeah, I, I think they will. I think that's Powell County again two weeks in a row. I don't think so. No. So I think I I agree. If they don't start with Punk and Cody, or at least Punk and Cody in the first three. They're really missing an opportunity. Yeah, um, you could tell last because I mean the best way for Cody to suffer is to come in at one and go all the way to the end and not win. And I've told you, and it would have to be the he's going to have to set the record for the longest amount of time in the rumble and then not win and then not win. And then you can just see him sitting in the middle of the ring shaking his head or or up, down on, down on the floor. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, yeah. and you got a guy like Gunther. Standing on the, the the corner, the turnbuckle, pointing to the WrestleMania sign, and the angle shot is Cody set, defeated, setting with his hands on his knees, with Gunther in the background pointing to the WrestleMania sign. I mean, it's 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 perfect. And then he yeah. has to go he has to go elimination chamber and earn his way to 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 a world title shot. Yeah, I think the Fatal Four Way. Could steal the show. I, I've also, and I, I don't really like this as much, but I have seen speculation that Cody and Rock both could be in the match against Roman at WrestleMania. I would be more for, if, if Roman could do it, he wrestles Rock night one and wrestles Cody night two. I don't like all three of them being together. It Well, and the reason... I. I I don't think it, it – Cody doesn't make sense in that story. Right. Because if The Rock is going as Roman, it's the whole head of the table thing. Right. Right? Cody doesn't fit into that. So, so I mean, who do you think wins? I, I mean, I've said it for a year that I thought Cody starts at one and wins it. I think it's the only way I know you can get him to the main event. I don't think Cody and get him I don't on SmackDown. I think, like again, we go back to the suffer. He just hasn't. He hasn't suffered enough. Like so, I if, think, if he doesn't win the Rumble, I don't know that he gets the moment at WrestleMania. If he don't win the Rumble, he goes to Elimination Chamber. He's got. But, but that's never suffered. They've not done that before. Yeah, they have. To, to where you can cha- you can well, win the elimination chamber and challenge somebody well, on the other on the other show. They've done it where you can to determine who challenges the world champion. But it's on a separate show. 
I think it, I mean, hasn't Elimination Chamber been before WrestleMania for, for a few years? Yeah, no, I mean, Roman is on a separate show. Well, Most matter. of the time, Elimination Chamber, it's the six guys from Raw or six guys well, from SmackDown. There'll be a, it would be, be a qualifying th- thing. It'll be three versus three, probably. So, three from Raw, three from SmackDown. Now they could do that. Could be that. Or it could be a, could be a qualifying thing. And, yeah. and maybe it's Raw superstars involved too. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the three guys we just said will, will be the winner. I think the winner. Comes Nobody from, else makes sense. I think it. Unless it's a surprise that we're totally overlooking. And it's not going to be Drew because he hasn't signed the contract signed. yet. Okada's contract isn't officially up to the 31st. So so it's not going to be Okada. So he's not going to be a surprise. He's not going to be a surprise. I do think Okada is in the WWE this year. And I've, and I've told you all that. Do you think he goes WWE? Yes. The only thing that makes me think AEW is he could still go back to Japan and do the shows. But like the big shows. But we're talking about a new era now, and and who's to say he can't do that? If that he he couldn't work that out. Well, I mean, somebody R- from R- R- Regal's son did that. Yeah. yeah, they sent him to all Japan. Okay. So, um, I think I think that's I think that's the big name the WWE pulls this year. I think I think Okada's the big name. So he he would be more likely to show up the night after WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and I also think I mean if if it'd be a guy like. To come out and challenge Cody, like I, I think it could be a guy that you can see come out and challenge Cody. Um, can he speak English? Yes. Uh, I mean, better than Shinsuke. Well, <laughs> uh, I really like Shinsuke's character right now. I think Shinsuke's <laughs> character is really good. But saying somebody can speak English right. better than Shinsuke—that's not really saying. Oscar can't. She's terrible. The only thing she can say is no one's ready for Oscar. Yeah. Uh, and struggles with that. So. Unless it's a surprise return or, a, I mean, a debut that we're not even thinking, I think it's Punk, Cody, or Gunther. Um, and then, so, the big thing is those are all three Raw guys. So, that's why I think the Elimination Chamber will be will determine who faces Roman at WrestleMania. Um, you think it's Raw? I think Rock. I I think Rock and Roman main event elimination chamber. I think that's when we do Rock versus Roman. But you just said that you heard him on Stephen A. and almost guaranteed. Yeah, yeah but, but the Rock's been teasing that for three years. Right, like he's on the board now. He knows how to play the game because now it's all about getting watches. It's it's, it's, it's about getting views. So True. people are like, oh, so how's the Rock going to get in on this? Yeah, like, when, yeah. When's the Rock going to show back right. up? You know. So. Uh, Which I anticipate if if Rock is going to be involved, he may show up after the Roman match Saturday night. He could. Now, so here's so does the men's rumble main event Saturday night, or is it Roman, uh, Orton, AJ, and LA? That, that has to be the main event. So if that's the main event, that means we're doing like last year, and the men's rumble starts the show. I think the women start the show. They normally do. The men started last year, remember, because you wasn't home yet. And we was like, it's the men trouble first. And, and you were like. And we told you, we found that thing that Matt Cardona. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you, you went back and you are like, man, I've watched this. I can't find Matt Cardona. <laughs> yeah. I, no, that was Monday Night Raw. That was Monday Night Raw. Yeah, because yeah, I was at the draft. Draft. That was the draft. the draft. Yeah, the draft. Cardona's back. <laughs> I was like, I was just watching it. Like, I, was I, just, like, I can't find it. Where was it at? He was bowling. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think those are the three. Uh, I think it's one of those three. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, listen, MJF has re-signed with AEW. He's not he's not going to be there. Um, but then moving to Netflix in twenty five, it it could it opens it. the door. But when his contract's up, um, and on the women's side, I think there's only one option. I think Bailey's the only option at this point. Yes. Well, I don't. But they're teasing Becky versus Rhea, uh, Rhea so Becky could win it. She could. But Nia will have something to say with that in this. I mean, I, I kind of like what they're doing with Nia's character right now. They're building her up like she should have been built up to begin with. Yeah. Like a monster. Like a monster. Yeah. Um, I expect a really good show. Uh, I like it when we don't know who all is going to be in the Rumble. I mean, th- we haven't had that many people say they're in it. Right. So it'll all kind of be a surprise. Yeah. Sean Spears is coming out number 10. I could see that. I'd like. I, I do think Sean Spears. Do we really want him back though? No, no. <laughs> no. But he's a Cody guy. I mean, do we get a do we get a Baron Corbin? Do we get? A, I think we get a Braun Breaker yeah. and a Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. And I think Carmelo Hayes. I've been seeing this teased a lot. I think Carmelo Hayes is, comes up to the main roster before Braun Breaker, and I think he joins Bobby Lashley's group. And I've seen at Mania. And, and I'm and I'm interested in this. If it happens, I've seen at Mania, Bobby, the Street Profits, and Carmelo Hayes versus Cross and the AOP, which doesn't make sense because that's four First against three. three. So there has to be a third member for or a fourth member for Cross and AOP. Um, so I'm interested to, if it plays that way to see who that is. And I, I think the Cross faction is as close as we're going to get to a Wyatt Six. And I don't think they bring Bo Dallas back. Because they want cross. Because if they bring Bo Dallas back, the fans are going to want Bo Dallas to be a, be the leader of that faction instead of Cross. And, and it's going to and Cross is the leader. Well, those videos that are out there—that's Bo Dallas that's talking. They're so good. I mean, but it could be it could be AI. It could right. Be. Yeah. I mean, it's still good. It is good. I mean, no, I, AI does a great job. It, yeah. Um, and I mean, Carmelo's been wrestling on SmackDown for. A month or so now. Yeah. He's going back and forth. They haven't done the payoff between him and Trick Williams, so that's got to be done first. Did we ever find out who was attacking him? No. So we have to get that payoff. Right. But, so, you got time to still do that and him be up in time for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. But that's got to be getting close to being wrapped up. Yeah. I mean, and I think Trick Williams, and then you got Dijakovic coming out like he's tired of being – a mockery and all these people leapfrogging him, and he's the best wrestler in the world. I, I mean, I, and you sent that to me. I text you back, and I'm like, "But is he?" Right. You know, I think I think we could see Keith Lee come back. I don't know what his contract situation is in AEW currently, oh, but he he hasn't been on TV in a long time. Um, I think we could get Keith Lee back, and of course, you know who his wife is, Michonne. Yeah. Speaking of uh, wife, I saw shoot the one that left with uh, Sasha Banks, Naomi. Saw her contracts up. She'll be back. She'll be be a surprise at the Rumble. So I assumed she would come back as part of the bloodline, uh, bloodline, but she'll probably come back as the feel the glow chick. It would be the time to change her character, though. Yeah. So if they're going to. You guys got anything else? No, sir. 
All right. Well, it's another great show for sure. Hope you guys enjoy ah! this. Okay. They're fake playing tennis right now. Okay. Point. <laughs> All right, guys. 30 love. <laughs> guys, that's it for another episode of the From Corner Corner Podcast. We hope you guys enjoy it. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.